guys we want to thank you again for tuning in if you are watching on youtube please subscribe to the channel yes. like this video yes. and also share we want to thanks to everybody that's watching over on facebook hey. thank you so much for joining us so guys it has been another awesome week 
Yes, because so, it was your birthday week. Yes, it was. It was my birthday week. Yes, oh, my goodness. Yes. And I had a wonderful time. And I waited today just so I can be able to give my shout-outs properly because I said something about it last week on the show. So it will only be right to say something tonight. So I definitely want to say that when I woke up on um, – Wednesday morning, it was a uh, like every other Wednesday. Came into the studio, did my show, and y'all they ain't had no card for me here. They ain't had no cake, they ain't had nothing. But then when I left, my girls made it right. They made it right. I'm gonna get the owner. They made it right. I ain't worried about that. They made it right. Um, shout out to Roz and Misha and my sister and my niece Destiny. We had a wonderful time, y'all. We had so many crabs. We, we had a seafood boil. We, we, we was did. in the pool. I mean, we had a lovely time. Yeah, we we was in the pool. We had a lovely time. Thursday, I relaxed. And then on Friday, I had my family dinner. So it was amazing. Shout out again to my sister and her, my brother-in-law and her family for throwing me an awesome family birthday dinner. And it was so amazing because I was just like, you know what, you know how you're in that in that um, in that space and time and every and everything just feels good. Like right, you're like right. everything is it's okay. Easy. Yes, and everything was so okay. I had all the people around me that love me, that um, that roots for me, that cheers for me, and so I was just so happy just to be in that place. And I am excited because this weekend is for everybody else. <laughs> you know, all the ones who want to come and wish me a happy birthday. We're going to have, when I tell y'all, this food party on the 17th, when I tell you, I'm ready. My cousin, um, when I tell you he is going all out, he is going all out. I, I am so happy to be sharing the birthday month with my cousin Jamie because I'm telling you, they do it. I'm ready. I'm still not getting in the water, but <laughs> they I'm ready do to party. It. I'm ready to party. And I am just excited. I am so excited. You had a great 50th. And I you did. Them Leos do I did. I had a great party. day. And my grandson, you know, guys, he'll be turning two years old on the 25th of this month. Mm -hmm. And it was so amazing because um, also I sent a, a shout out to my grandson and my son Joey um, they had edibles delivered to my house with balloons and everything and it was so cute because when my grandson seen the balloons he was saying birthday oh. birthday and I was like oh my god and even today before I came here he had got all the balloons because they starting to deflate now so they didn't started shrinking mm -hmm. so he was able to grab them and he's walking through the house everything talking about birthday <laughs> happy then he, he didn't hit the next part he like happy birthday to you i said oh they my goodness fast. they grow up fast he had me singing it, and, <laughs> I, and i kept on putting his name in it so he could be prepared for when his birthday party on the 25th so i'm just excited i had a great 50th birthday guys thank you to everyone who um shouted me out on facebook and everything mm -hmm. i love you guys it was so many of you i couldn't respond to you personally but I definitely appreciate you and having me in your thoughts. And just to let you know, I had an amazing day. We, we had a good, them crabs was good. Them crabs was oh good. Oh, my goodness. They were really good. The crabs were good. Misha made that boil. Them I had, oh, I had three birthday cakes. I ain't, I ain't 
Oh yeah, I, I had did three eat some birthday cake. cake. I did you had the cake, and Misha it. got me a cake. Right. Oh, I forgot about the cake and the roses. Yep, two, I forgot. Two yeah. bouquet of roses yep. and my cards. I mean, but it was, it was funny that awesome. bowl was good. I like the potatoes that was in it. The potatoes, I was crushing eggs, the potato. Corn, I never crab said eggs in it. That's what she wanted. I requested, she requested the eggs in it. <laughs> she got it. And I ate them. I mean, hey, anything that got seafood on it is edible to me. Yes, they were good. It was good. But the potatoes were good. I didn't get no corn. I didn't get to get the corn because mm -hmm. I was eating them crabs. Them crabs were so meaty. Like, I love Captain Moe's. But, you know, we it was a good time of just relaxing. Just it was. Fellowship was sister-sister time, girl time, laughing, chilling. Yes. You know, um, laughing at that at them in the pool. I really was laughing in the pool. I did put my feet in there. I did yes, put my feet in there. Yes, she did. She did put her feet in, in I tried to comply with all the birthday wishes, but I just couldn't really just get over the ledge. <laughs> like, I couldn't get over the ledge. I thought I could, but no, we did have a good time. And I'm glad that we were able to do that and we were able um to have a good time. I definitely stayed out longer than I expected to stay out because it was just so good. And I looked at the yes. time. Like, we kept on trying to leave, but then we, we kept, kept on, on talking. Talking about something else. And I'm like, all right, y'all, gave hugs. And then we started talking about something else. But it, it was a it um it was a good time. Yes, it, it, was, was. it was a great, it was a great It, it was. And thank you again. Of course, of course. Cool. You, so you said it. I mean, you put us on blast <laughs> right here on Vox Wave on the McGown show. Ain't no way that we cannot do it. I'm like, and they did good, y'all. They did I'm really, like, really Nisha, good. Did you hear her blast us on <laughs> uh, live? So we gonna have to make it happen. And I love how you know, I love how your friends love you because when I when I said it to Misha, she was like, I didn't hear it. I was just getting off of work. But okay, what's what? It wasn't no, but this and this and then she was like, okay, what's what? And we just was able to do it. So that is so true. And then when I told her because I know she don't eat crabs. She eats just the crab legs. And she never told me that. But she's not. So she's just going to make it happen. She's just going to make it happen. So when I got there, I went early, right? Uh -huh. I called. I said, what you doing right now? She said, I'm just pulling up. I said, I'm on my way. She said, come on. So when I got there, she was like, well, you know I don't eat crabs, so I'm going to do a crab bowl. So I started saying, oh, yes, I want. She said, whatever you want, whatever you want, whatever you want. <laughs> yes, and she was just putting it all in, in, all in the pot. I love, I love crab. I like crab legs, too, but I love crabs because I feel like crabs is an experience. Mm -hmm. Like you're it sitting at experience. the table, you talking, you there for a long period of time, you know, that type of thing. So I think I like the fellowship with it also. On top, they were good. They were Made good. my little sauce. And you were so funny. You was like, I, I just got up from the table because you got really, up. I, I would have still been sitting there. <laughs> Weekend was definitely filled with, um, you guys know, nothing but the truth is coming August the 24th at 5 p.m. So we had rehearsal for that. Mm -hmm. um, we were actually practicing at the center. So it's, it's different, you know, when you practice, you know. Look, you're an actress. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Shout out and to I've been to the Bowie um, perf um, Performing Arts um, Theater. Yeah, so we haven't mm -hmm. been practicing, and we was practicing in the house. Mm -hmm. But then when you go on there, and that's a big old stage, it's different, like you're blocking and you're moving and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So we got to practice um, there on Saturday and Friday. Uh, we had another play, Dysfunctional Love. So we had, we had rehearsal Friday, uh, my husband and I, and then Saturday we had rehearsal again, and then... Um, uh, uh, one of our mutual people we know had a, a surprise party mm -hmm. for, for her mm -hmm. husband. 
Um, so then we went there and, you know, I was cooking there and my husband on the grill. So it was kind of like business and uh, pleasure. pleasure time um, over the weekend. So that's kind of uh, how the weekend um, really ended up going for me. I feel like it started with your birthday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like it started with your birthday, making sure you were good, making sure you had a good time. And then it kind of like trickle down so and i'm just excited to play is this month like yes i am excited to see the play i'm excited i'm very excited i'm excited for um the message to be heard because there is there is definitely some message remember nothing but the truth is a gospel stage play so Mm -hmm. it is family friendly and um it does touch on some things that needed to be touched on uh, when we talk about the church and why some people shy away from the churches and things like mm. that. So it, it does have a good message. You guys know my husband is starring in the show, your partner. Yes. He's a star. He went from having two lines when he first auditioned for a place and now he's starring. Like his name is up there on the fly. In the big stuff. lights. In, in the, the big, big lights. lights. Like he, he get that, you know how they get that spotlight shine on mm-hmm. that main person? Like he gonna have that spotlight on him. So I'm so proud of um, him and just uh, just how everything just happening for him. And it all started out with us just having fun, doing our first little acting scene with the ties of binds. And now... And now look. And now look at us. Like, mm. everybody in there is doing well. Like, yes. everybody. Like, yes. No, you know when they say nobody left behind? Like, no one was left behind. Really? Everybody career kind of just like... It, it really has and to just go. to watch everybody and seeing everything what everybody is doing it's just so amazing yeah, i'm just so God excited i'm so excited for everybody and how they're moving in their purpose yep. and doing what they love to, to do. do and you know that's why you just have to just you know jump out there you just have to jump out there and just do it you never know what other doors is going to open up for and you they've been opening and opening and opening to the point you have to really just like um, humble yourself, stay in your lane, and know what's for you and what's not. Because everything that get presented to you is not for you. That's true. So you have to really um, stay astute and pray over those things of what is for you, like what God's purpose for you, and just stay humble. Because, you know, some people just don't stay humble. That is true. And God have to bring them back down. Oh, yeah. And remind them. And that's them not fun. It's not that's fun. That's not fun and when not he fun has to, to do that. Because you don't want to do that. No. No. But we gotta remain remain humble in yes. what we're doing and not get too big headed. Yep. Thinking that, you know, you did this on your own. because yeah, you did. Right? <laughs> so we, it, it was a good it was a good time. So I'm just I'm just I'm just proud of uh like all of our accomplishments. I love watching us uh grow as individuals, um, as cast members, as a sisterhood, brotherhood. I love watching those um things and I love that the the plays and the movies that we are in have a strong message to our community. Mm-hmm. You know, anybody can do a movie and a play, you know, but when you bring it forth a message to the community, something that people need to hear, I feel like that's a good thing. The ties that I had many messages in Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Like, many messages. Even when I hear some of the songs, I'm reminded of the yes, scenes. Like, I'm yes. like, oh, I remember when Nisi this, you know, because you, uh, you remember it because it was a message in there. Um, nothing but the truth has a message. Dysfunctional love has a message. No bully zone has a, a message, especially what we're going through in um, 2019 with bullying for kids and Absolutely. adults, actually. Absolutely. So that's, Absolutely. that's what I like about it, that we, we, we still using our platform, like we said. Yes. To, um, to, to bring awareness to the communities of the things that affect our community. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so what I want to do now, you know, of course, I'm always listening to the radio on my way into the studio. 
And so there was a question. It was a, um, a young lady. She had rode into um, the Allison and Mark show. Okay. And her dilemma is, is that she is, she was messing with this guy. She's in love with this guy and everything. She's been dating him for like a year. And all of a sudden he sprung on her that he's married. Oh. And she, of course, she says she's in love with the guy and everything, right? And so um, he was saying that um, he told her that his wife didn't love him. That's why he was out here seeking other love oh from Jesus. or attention from other women and that the only reason why he can't leave his wife right now is because his wife owns 50% of his business what she should so what I want to <laughs> do I want to be able to open up the phone lines and I want people to call in if you had a message if you can talk to this woman what would you tell her because she's looking for advice. She really do not know what to do at this place in her life. She said she never chased him. She never knew he was married. Nothing ever came up about him being married until I, this one year has gone by. And I guess maybe he was feeling guilty about everything that's going on. And he told her that he's a married man. That's tough. Girl, I was in my car. I was like, leave. I don't care how that, much I, love I you that. have for that man, but that is not your man, and that is not your problem. And her sister girl, you don't want them problems. Yeah, you don't want to You don't want them problems. Pro I mean, I get it, you in love and all those type of things, but God ain't blessing you with somebody else's husband. Mm -mm. So that wasn't a blessing mm -mm. anyway, um, mm -mm. because that's somebody else's, somebody else went before God and made that union before them. And it just goes to show his character. I would never want to deal and with a person my, like that. that. Was my second He's point. to me, to me, that's a that that's a low light. And to me, I don't. He don't love his wife either. So I, I'm I just gonna put that out there. He don't. He don't love. How can he? If yeah. he don't love himself, he can't love anybody right. else. So those characteristics of that right there, and you're going to have a whole nother relationship with another woman for a year, and then you have your wife, and then, and then the lame, and this is the lamest excuse I ever heard before, is that you can't leave because she, owe, she owns 50% of the business. Like, that's the lamest yeah, I've ever heard. She, your, your mistress don't put you on blast and your wife be owning 100%. That's that just, like, that's but that's just, but that's just so lame, though. It's. Oh, man, I, I am a married woman, so I'm always, I'm always very careful when these kind of conversations, you know, or situations come up. You know, definitely first, I would definitely say leave. Like, love yourself enough to leave him, because what God has for you is for you, and the purpose, of, the person who's for you, is not that person. Yes, like, you know what I'm saying. You have invested and wasted a year of your time. Yes, that you would never get that you back. Would never get back, and you know. Um, you know, uh, Valencia always say you can waste my money, but don't waste my time, mm -hmm. you know, and this person has wasted your time. So I feel like they have already showed you their character. They mm -hmm. already showed you who they are. He cheated with you. He would cheat on you. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? Like a leopard don't change his spot. So you have to be very um, careful about that and the heartache that you want to, um, the what you want to bring into your spirit, you know, the things that you want to start accepting now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't want to accept that. You're going to always wonder. So now you already bringing trust issues into that. It will never be any it trust. Would, it would never. You're going to always You would never trust him. You, you would never trust him. And for a whole year, like, 
for it to be no flags or you to feel nothing or you didn't sense anything for a whole year means one he is good at lying mm -hmm. so if it's you it could be some others mm -hmm. you know also out there and then too like now he tells you after a year what happened like now he wants to tell you after a year at this time like why why tell you now well most of the time what i know about men that cheats like that that has uh relationships with other women why they marry they tell you because the intention is never to be with you from the beginning it's their never. intentions is never to be with you they're only there to be with you to get what they want right. whatever they lack and I don't care what it is whether it's love whether it's com um, companionship whether it's money whether it's, it's um, connections it's just because they're trying to get something from you and if he really really wanted to be with you couldn't no business with 50% stop no. him he will give that business up. Yeah. He was he will have his wife to buy him out if he really wanted to be with you. I believe that a man that really wants to be with a woman can't throw hell and high water will not stop him from being your man. I, I mean, I definitely do agree with that. I I just really want her to. I don't know. I don't know the sister. I don't even know the state. You know the program that you listen to i just really want her to love herself more yeah like i just i just want us all like all the women that are watching i want you guys to love yourself more because when you start loving yourself more you don't love anybody any less you just mm -hmm. love yourself more and when you love yourself more you ain't tolerate tolerating a whole lot of nonsense yeah because you love you it's like i love me i ain't about to settle for less or settle for this or the lies or the games or any of these things because i have um, I have uplifted myself to know my purpose and to know that I love me. And when you love me, then you ain't seeking love from all these different angles because mm -hmm. you know what real love is. Mm -hmm. So I, for my message to her is, sweetie, wake up in the morning, look in the morning, look in the mirror and let yourself know that you are beautiful, you are worth it, and that you love yourself. And I'm telling you, when you have that mindset, you ain't going to need no answers from me, McYon, or anybody else, yeah. or anybody radio station or TV station. You're not going to need no message. You're going to know what the answer is because you're going to hear it clearly what the message is. And you're going to be walking high right on up out of that until where you're supposed to be. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just, I was like a year. I was just thinking to myself that all that can happen in a year. People get married within a year. I did. People be really, <laughs> like, you can I really, really fall in, in, in deep love with somebody in a year's time. And I think that's where she's stuck at yep. because of her, her feelings and her emotions. And she's attached to this right. person. So in her mind, she probably trying to figure out, well, is it real? Is it is it not right. real? I didn't chase him. The I wasn't looking for him. I wasn't checking for him. He came look because the way that he's reading the story is that, and that's just one side of the right. story. It is one side. You know, but he was coming at her. He was being persistent with her. You can definitely fall in love in that time. You guys know I got married in less than a year, so I know that it can happen, and that's why my heart feels for her too. Because I'm like, you invested a year. A lot can have happened in this um years years worth of time and some of the times when women reach out for help we so quick to like beat them up and bash them and that's why my message to her is like just love yourself honey like you don't need no validation from anybody mm -hmm. anybody you need to really love yourself and do what's best for you yes ain't nothing in that best for you yes or honey this other woman who may be clueless or may know because we don't know you yes. know this you may be the first or not or maybe some more out there. You know, it's a whole lot of pieces to this puzzle that you unknown to. So why put yourself in? Yeah. You self-sabotaging your own mind to continue to deal with, you know, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Let him go.
I know it's gonna hurt. She probably needs oh, to um, get some therapy. Definitely. You know, check in. I, I, I definitely recommend her going to sit down yes. and talk to someone because yes. she's gonna have to grieve herself yep. through this yep. because it's it's a big loss to yep. her. You know, she we don't know what they could have been talking about, yep. and I can only imagine what he was saying. I could just only imagine the stories he had to do and the things he had to do and stories he had to tell to keep it going. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of work. That's a lot of life it's a, it's a, it's a lot of work holding on to a relationship for a year it's a lot of work a lot of work and a lot of so you hold on to another relationship for a year you lying for a year like you it's a you being phony for a whole yeah. year that's a lot and then, and, then, and then on the flip side of that it, it not, these days in time it's not really hard for a man to, to step out of his his marriage because mentally he's already gone a lot of these people are in these marriages and they loveless marriages right he ain't got to check in with his wife he come and go and do whatever he want to do it's, it's it's nothing between him and his wife right. but they sharing the same house because maybe they don't want to Lead a house. Legal roommates. Yeah. That's what it is. Exactly. Legal roommates. So it's easy for men to do, and I'm going to say women too, because I know some women, women that do it too as well. But it's so easy these day and time to have those extramarital affairs like that because there's really no accountability. Yeah. And, they, and they have a, um, a meme that goes around on Facebook all the time, and it says that married people out here acting single See, and that. single people out here acting married. married. And it's true. That is, that is like... That is a true statement, and that's why, you know, my husband and I, I refuse, refuse for us to hang out with married people acting single. Yes. Like, I'm not doing it. Like, when we do couple stuff and we do things, like, even if I know it, if I have an inkling that they doing something, I'm like, no, nah, we can't hang out with that. I don't want that spirit up in what we trying to do. I That's don't important. Want to hang, and do I have single friends? I absolutely do have single friends. Are my single friends hanging out with me on our married things that we do? Absolutely not. It's all real married couples hanging in there because I have seen it too many times. I'm definitely not perfect. My husband not perfect. We are two imperfect people out the God's own heart. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want any of that stuff up in it. And it and it happens a lot. So we have a lot of people watching and chiming in. True, they saying true. Um. The same thing he's doing to his wife, he'll do it to you. And Absolutely. That, it's, it's a cycle. It is a he cycle. Needs help. He needs help, too. I definitely I agree with you. She definitely needs to see counseling, a mentor. I want people to stop thinking to get a mentor, a counselor, or a therapist, that that's a scarlet letter, and that's a bad thing. That is a great thing. We all need somebody that we, do. we can talk to. We do. Because sometimes the people that you think is for you is not for you. You need that unbiased person that you can go and just lay it all down to. Yes. You know what I'm saying? They yes. don't know nothing about you. What's what? You can just lay it all down down to them. Yeah. And get a, um, get a yeah. And, and one thing what I know about love is that if she, if, if he if he really has oh oh it's another thing it always says about when you in love with two I had had seen one time today proposed a question of saying can you love two, two people, people at the same time and everybody a lot of people was chiming in saying yeah and then uh, one person was saying well for me my thing is is that I don't know if you can love two people because if you love the first person enough, it would be no, no room to be able to love a second level. person. Yeah. And when I thought about that, I said, you know what? That is so true. Because, because when you be love some, because when you else. really love somebody, your eyes become blinded to everything else. It's not like you don't see them. Like you ain't crazy. You a man. That's a woman. You know what's attractive right. and everything, but you don't have to go after you got it. You can vision. just yeah. You got tunnel vision. You definitely. You don't. You don't have to do that. So, 
I, I kind of, um, I kind of fell on on the side of saying, yeah, I don't believe that it, that a person can love two people at the same time. I just, I don't believe that because if you loved me enough, you shouldn't have to fall in love You'll, with somebody else. Yep, definitely, especially in marriage. That is a that's a sacred thing, you know. And Very I think sacred. people are playing way too much with marriage. They seeing these celebrities with this foolery when they marry for thirty eight days and divorce and then remarry. Like they seeing this foolery and they have really took away what marriage really is. And yes. I think that's the problem. So many people are doing it for whatever what what the youngest say, doing it for the clout or whatever that is. Yeah, clout doing it for <laughs> they're, doing it, they're doing it for the clout. Yes. They're doing it for friends, they doing it because they think this is what they're supposed to do, but they're not really praying about it and not really going into this union of how it's supposed to be. And that's why we continually um have these uh things. We have a question. Is there a difference between being in love and loving someone? Uh, I think so. Mm -hmm. I think you can have a, a healthy love for somebody without being in love with them. Yeah, I, of course. I, I, I definitely agree yeah. with that. I think I am in love with my husband. Mm -hmm. You know, like that's my husband. I'm in love with him. Like I have tunnel vision when, when it comes to him. You guys know that I'm a blended family. I will be lying if I say I did not love my son's father. Right. I will be lying if I say this man, I have a child by this man. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. I love my son. So I love him. Am I in love with him? Absolutely not. But I do love him. Like I would never want to see anything happen Absolutely. to him. I would always want to pray over him and his wife. He's yes. very awesome. Yes. So when he got married, I had to also take that in too because there's no way that I can love him and not love his union. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. So in this blended family, I, I, I have seen that so yes i believe that you can be in love with someone and love someone else in that in that yeah of it, in that, absolutely in that absolutely it's, it's more of a platonic love right that you know i ain't thinking of you in that way but i do want to see yes, you succeed i, I want the best win. for you i love you yes. yeah i love uh, but i'm not in love no, with you I, I ain't I gotta you, i can I live without you <laughs> i don't have no desire for you I'm yeah not, like none of that type of stuff but you gave me, we have a child, we have a child in common that we are raising together and we are great co-parents, all four of us, we, bonus parents, so we are, um, I love you, I want to see you grow, I want to see you work. When you got married, I'm clapping for you, my husband and I rooting for you, but that's where it goes, like, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's where the line starts and that's where the, you know, line stops. So that was a great question. Yes, absolutely, guys, and everybody that's on Facebook right now, if you want to give, um, have you have a question or comment, please call us here in the studio at 240-719-2560. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we are going to continue talking about this hot topic. We'll be right back. Y'all ready to move a little bit here? Hey, everybody. Hey. It's been a long time, Eo. Hey, I watched the Margaret. We're gonna start off in cruise control for you, baby. And nice and easy, feel love. Ah! Gonna do this for all the sexy Aquarians in here. Happy birthday to you, baby. Let the pocket watch here. Happy birthday to Miss Sabrina. Yes, right, baby. What you say, baby? I'm coming to you. Mr. Danny got a birthday. Happy birthday to you, Danny. What you got for me, baby? A big paw. Happy B-Day to Big Paw. Watch the pocket, watch it. 
And Lauren got a birthday. It's coming from the sexy Troy. Too smooth, Troy. That's right. That's right. Shout out to all the sexy Aquariuses in here. All right. Hey, I build a dawn and watch the vlog do the work. Ah! He's up on him, Cherie. Sweet Cherie, baby. Yes, indeed. Hey. Yon, thank you so much for tuning in. So before we left, we were talking about a young lady who has been in a relationship with a married man for over a year, and she never knew. He just told her his situation a year later, and she had called into WHUR, and um, well, she wrote a letter into WHUR, and she was asking for. Um, Advice. Advice on what to do, you know, where she's at now. You know, she said she never chased this man. This man pursued her. And she's in love with him now. And she just don't know where to go from here. And so basically what I was saying, I was saying just to drop it, cut it off, because it shows his integrity and his character of who he really is. It shows how selfish that he is and why would you want to be in a relationship knowing all those things about a man i don't care how long you've been with him if they start showing you stuff like that pack your bags and love yourself more yes not, pack your bags love yourself more and get yourself a counselor a therapist a mentor something because you're going to need it because the grieving process has to happen and yeah you grieve this you don't just grieve when you lose someone when they when they uh physically pass on but sometimes you lose people who's still right here on on this yeah. up with you. so that was my advice to her and i definitely and you know what i seen and you know what i seen the other day i seen an article it says that as um african-american women we have to stop being in relationships with men waiting for them to get ready mm -hmm. 
-hmm. You know, broke and they they and they talked a lot about broken men. Mm -hmm. And it's like, man, ladies, they expect that from us. They expect us to be there while they going through all this craziness, sleeping with other women and you know, not doing their best, you know, trying to find themselves. They 40 years old trying to find themselves. Let that bum go. <laughs> Let them go. Yeah, I mean, right, I, no, uh -huh. I'm for real because we have been, and I have been, uh, I have been guilty of that in the past, you know, of always trying to be there for somebody. And the thing of it is we're trying to be there for somebody who don't even want to be there for themselves. So that's the difference. We want more for them than they want for themselves. Absolutely. And, I was and we so caught up in, because we so caught, caught up, up in the potential right. of him. And it may don't be something that he don't man. even want yeah. that. He may yeah. even want what you see. Uh, Nene say he's just not the man for her and the wife neither. And pray for them both. Yes, pray for all yes, three all of, them, of them. All three of them. And who knows? There's probably children involved. Yeah, you never know. But so we definitely gonna pray for all of them and wish them well. And I just hope they all elevate their love for themselves more than they elevate their love for each other. And yes, absolutely. Vonetta says she agreed that the lady needs to needs to leave. Shout out to my best friend Vonetta who's watching also. Hello. <laughs> she finally off of work earlier. What did she say? Enough. She finally off of work earlier. She said she agreed that he needs she needs to pack her bag and do sit. Absolutely. Deuces. Deuces to him. And you know what? Let him deal with his own stuff. And wish him well. No hate. Yeah, you no won't. hate. Yeah, don't be don't doing hate. no hate. Don't we ain't doing up, no hate. Don't mess up your blessing. Don't yeah. block what's coming Don't be you. mad at him. Just pray for him. But you, you, you pack your bags and keep going. get over it and yes. get yourself right. Yes. And let him deal with that. That's his, let me tell you something. That's his wife problem. Yep. That is his wife problem. Let them sort it out what's going on. That ain't your business. Pack your bags. Go see a therapist. Um, be able to help you through this process mm -hmm. of this grieving because I do understand if you've been in this relationship with this guy for a year, I'm quite sure you have very strong feelings for this man. You guys probably was even planning a future together. Mm -hmm. I can I can only imagine what he. I, I keep saying that, but I'm serious. I can just only imagine what was being said. I got married. <laughs> When I started talking November the 26th, he proposed May the 13th. We got married October the 8th. So I already less than know, a year. Less than a year. I already know the plans and the stuff that we talked about and the future. So I can um, I, I feel for her. Like I genuinely yes. feel for her. So if she is watching or hear this or yes. have you just know if you need some resources or who to reach out to, you can definitely um reach us. On the McGeon Show, we would definitely get you all the resources. We we know therapists and counselors and life coaches and we everything. know everybody, doctors, everything, lawyers, whatever you yeah. need. <laughs> whatever, whatever you yeah, need. Lawyers, like you know, <laughs> anything you need. So, um, you need. so now what we're gonna do? We're gonna um, change gears. Nobody called in to give their two cents or anything. So we're gonna change topics right now to our next hot topic, and this is a good one. This is my topic. So I'm just gonna read a little bit of a Facebook post that I saw that was um that people have shared. I'm not I'm not gonna name this person's name because I don't know this person who wrote it and we're not friends either, so I wanna respect, you know, whatever privacy. But it says, Millennials are not leaving a church because of God. We are leaving church because of you. We're leaving because we have we have to get through your five armor bearers and two washermen just to shake your hand after service. We're leaving because you care more about the fact we're in pants instead of a skirt than our salvation. We're leaving because you will preach till you're blue in the face, but can't generally speak when we see when we see you out in public. Mm. We're leaving because you preach for ten minutes 
hoop and holler for 20, but can't engage with any of, with us on any of our questions about theology. We're leaving because you can take up three offers to reach your goal, but you're never in the community doing service. Need I continue? This generation is a generation after God's own heart, mm. along, along with sounds, doctrines, and real community. But we are not here to play these fake and phony games. We will get our Bibles and meet in a living room, coffee shop, or park before we sit under some of this leadership that we have to deal with today. Mm. Woo. They speaking. I got chills. They, they are speaking. I got speaking chills on, on my because, body. Because I absolutely agree with everything that was said in that post. That was. I, I absolutely was agree. And also, I seen the other day we had on Facebook where somebody was talking about, like, with um, a lot of these people of the cloth, they said that when they need something, they call an offering. But when you, you need, need something, something, you supposed to go pray to God. Yes. I was like, wow. wow. That is deep. That is true. That is the and, and so so much of the foolery that was said in that post is true. And that's why, and I have been to big churches, mm -hmm. and that's why I like small church, because I like to reach out and touch my pastor. Not go through 10 million different people to get put on a calendar for two months from now. Because whatever I'm going through, I need to go through it. I need to talk to you now. Because who knows what happened in two months? That's it, a long time. It's a lot of rules and stuff in church. I remember I went to a church. I went to a church before for years. And even though I didn't agree with some of the rules, but then sometimes you get sucked into it. Because um, at this church now, we had, um, it, was, it was massive people. It was a huge church. And... The pastor did no funerals and no weddings in the church. He said that he will not work. Oh, um, I know a lot of. He said like he that. will not marry anybody. I know a lot of. And there will like not that. be any funerals in the church. And then I'm saying to myself, like, Dad, we come here. Every, if I die, I come to this church every Sunday, Wednesday for Bible study, every special event. I'm buying books and 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 going to workshops. And if I was a drop dead today, I couldn't even have my body laid prostrate in the church that I give all my money to. I know a lot of churches like that. And I accepted that. And, and, and people kept telling me, they kept on saying, no, that ain't right. I kept on saying, yes, it is. If he don't want to do it, then why are you worried about it? But then when I started thinking about it, as I, as, I, as I pulled away and started getting another teaching, I was like, it's amazing how you could be manipulated to believe that because at first I didn't believe it, I didn't go, I didn't go with it. But when I, as I kept hearing it, right, and right. hearing it, and hearing it, I became accustomed to it. And, be, and, and we become accustomed to things like that, you know, even things we hear, like we talked about one time before, how you hear God said, and it don't even be biblically, but because somebody yeah. <laughs> told us that God said this, mm -hmm. and you didn't read or stay a student and read the words yourself, you believe some of the things they say. So we, like our mind would naturally believe some of the stuff that we told when we we don't stay a student and we don't research ourselves. I, there is, a, like I said, that post resonated with me for many, many different reasons. I feel like the elders, like we have got away from the elders are supposed to teach you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I'm an elder to the, yes, I'm an elder <laughs> to the generation behind me, but the elders that are before me, I, I feel like they have gotten in their own way and have led us astray mm -hmm. or to what is, what is really supposed to be or what we're called to do. The, the church is a, is a house for the sinners, right? Mm -hmm. That's what it is. Like, it's, it's 
where the sinners come to their hospital to, to get fed, and that's what it's supposed to be. All of these other things that put into the place what was what man put to place. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? A lot mm -hmm. of this, these things, like, you got to, it's, the churches are being raised uh, uh, like big organizations. It is an organization. They are non-profits. Big corporate America. <laughs> they don't even pay taxes. Mid they don't even pay taxes. And, and some of, <laughs> you know, and I will not, I will not, I will not speak this church name. I will definitely not speak this church name. But I remember going to a big church, visiting a church one day with, he wasn't my husband at the time. We mm. were dating at the time, right? We visited this church. When I walked in, I was I feel like my spirit left before my body did. Mm -hmm. But he asked me to go, so I wanted to go. When I went there and I seen TVs in the floor, ceilings, bathrooms, like it was it was it was it was just different for me. And then I seen pictures of just like the pastor and the first lady everywhere. I'm like, okay. Again, I like small churches, but more I'm like, of a man, theatrical it, place. It, it was theatrical. No, wait, 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 wait. That is not it. We sit down. So the the pastor got up and was like, "I look good today. Mm. I look so good today. And and the, and whatever what I preached last week was so good that I'm gonna play it on the screen so y'all can watch me preach it again." I was stuck. I was like so stuck. Like I didn't understand what play I was on. And like I told you, my spirit left. I literally wanted to run out of it. But again, I'm like, okay, he invited me to this thing. And then I remember the offering came around. And the lady came, the lady turned around to me. No, before the offer, it was for you to go up. Now I have a church home. You don't know me. Mm -hmm. Just because I visit a church don't mean I don't have a church home. And I, had a, I had a church home, which I still had that same church home. And she was trying to force me to go up there. And I'm like, no, you know, I have a church home. She was like, well, you should go up there because I'm trying to save you from going to hell. Ooh. This lady didn't know. I was like, I'm going to hell. Like, I'm, I'm stuck. The offering came around. And it was said, give $50 or more, you're going to tell me. So I look around this huge church, okay? I look around this huge church, and I see everybody in there ain't got $50. Mm -hmm. it's, it's evident. Mm -hmm. Everybody, I see who went up there for prayer. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I, I know some of the people that went there who got eviction notes and collection notes. And you telling me, like, I was so, so when we got out there, I would never forget, we got out of church, and, and now my husband now, but he looked at me, and said, so how did you feel? And I said, well, I don't want to speak on it. I don't want to do no spiritual warfare. Because I didn't know what he felt at the time. You know, mm -hmm. I was like, I don't want to speak on it. I don't want no spiritual warfare. Because when we got together, he told me, I don't go to church, but I have God in my heart. And mm -hmm. I didn't, I said, that's you. But I was going to church. You know, as a, not that church, but my own church. So we got in heart. And he said, well, I'm going to speak on it. That was a mess. And in my mind, I said, thank you, Jesus. Because mm -hmm. if this is the kind of church, he thought he was going to lead me to if I was going to be coming <laughs> next church let me leave right now if you think that what we just watched on a big screen we never even heard this man preach we watched a previously recorded and he kept saying look at my suit in there like and i'm just like oh my goodness and then people start getting up speaking in tongues then somebody was interpreting what the person said and i'm like is that how it worked like i was so confused i feel like i needed a whole holy bath when i left out of there because i was confused a but theatrical we, show but, but that's what it has been for mm -hmm. some time now. Like, mm -hmm. and I'm not saying that all big churches are like this. Right. I'm not saying that. Some of them are generally in the community doing things, and but some of y'all need to really pray. Like, some of them really do because pray. you walk, and and it was big with what they said because I've heard that before about um, pastors like um, in the church, like when you see them outside the church, 
They, they looking angry and mean and won't even greet you and say hello, knowing they don't know all the people in the church, right? That's and they crazy. looking at you like you crazy instead of just speaking to, to everybody. Anyway, yeah. Regardless if this was somebody in your church, anyway, like I do go to a small church and I love it and I have been a big church, but I love small church. I love the fact that my pastor know my name. Mm -hmm. My pastor married me mm -hmm. with no problem. Uh, did my uh, uh, birth Christian, the christening to our daughter, the birth dedication to our daughter. Like, if I wanted to call him right now on the show and call him right now and ask him a question, he going to be available. I don't have to wait till Sunday or Tuesday or to And you Saturday still don't May. get a chance to sing with how they say they got so many armor barrels and security. When they come off down from the pulpit, they run into their study. But they preaching you that you should not fear. But you got a whole armor on you, so who you fear? You want to tell me not to fear who I'm fearing, but you got a whole armor of protection over you. That's not the armor of God. Right. Th like, I just, I don't know. I just don't get some of, I just don't get it. Like, and I'm not trying to, like, bless anybody or be disrespectful. But when you have really lost your way and lost yes. what you're supposed to be doing, yes. it really hurting our people. We have people just trying to come into church to be saved. Mm -hmm. When they come in and feel judged, mm -hmm. when they come in and you're looking at them, you know, some kind of way. And again, you guys, if you ain't seen, if you don't got your ticket or nothing but the truth, you need to get it because a lot of this is spoken in it. But when they come in there, when you have prostitutes that's coming in there and you looking at them or you clutching your pearls, when you have homeless people that's trying to come in there but you um, don't want them to sit beside you and different things. And I've seen some of this display in small and, churches and, also. And holding seats. And you holding seats for um, people. Oh, no, you can't sit here. And again, yeah. I've seen this in small churches too. It makes me cringe. Because I'm like, oh my goodness, we have really forgotten what the whole purpose is. Yeah, and I'm going to speak on the dress code. Because a lot of times you walk into these churches and, you know, the sisters of the church, they watching the younger women mm -hmm. with how short their skirts and dresses is and all these things. My thing is, is that's not your business. Like, you shouldn't be concerned with what someone is wearing because that's God's job. Once God changed them, mm -hmm. God is going to cover them. They're not going to want to still come right. in, in that way. Right. And one thing about it is that that may be the only thing they have. I know people who don't buy church clothes. They got street clothes. Right. They don't buy church clothes because they don't go. But when God started nudging at them and they want to know more about God and they, they walk change. into a church and they got a short skirt on, let it be. That's not your job to tell them what they should be wearing. And if you must say something because their skirts is a little short and they're sitting there and maybe it's distracting because let's be real, these are men. And women. They are men. And women. Yeah. But we talking about the church where there's only men who like women. Sorry. But men, and so if you got to bring them a scarf to cover their legs, do it in a nice way. Mm -hmm. Say it in a nice, loving way. Oh, you know what? I'm just gonna put this on your lap. You know, well, you can, you can, you, you, you can say, you can say something more, you know, loving to them because mm -hmm. they're already in a place and they're already knowing that you made that you're going to say something negative. You don't know what they're going through. You yeah. Don't know what their story is, and we need to be mindful of that. We don't know. What people daily struggles are, but they're here. Yes. That's what you should be more concerned with that they are here. 
Because God is after our heart, not after our clothes. Because he already knows what he needs to do to fix whatever it is that he needs to fix in us. He knows what's broken. You don't know what's broken in us. Exactly. God knows what's broken in us. So he already knows what needs to fix. So encourage them to, to continue coming. When you start making them feel ashamed, yes. when you start making them feel like you're judging them, um, or any of those type of things, they ain't coming back. They ain't coming back. They ain't back. coming back. They so we lost back. another one. Yep. We lost another one that we could have been saving, but you pushed them right back into the world. Yeah. Because you know what you told them? You ain't no different from the worldly people. Yeah. Because you judge them just like the worldly people judge them. So why I need to sit up in here and get this message when the same message is being displayed out here in the world anyway? Mm -hmm. I'm being judged by the people but in the world. But you know what? It's so quick with some Christians out here. They so quick to judge the world, but y'all won't stand up to the people who say they Christians and all the foolery and mess they got going Amen. on. First thing you will say is that I ain't God. But when somebody come into church that ain't serving God, oh, Girl, now you want to judge everybody. You are preaching. Now you want to judge. You are preaching. It's crazy. It, it's, it's crazy, and I feel for our youth. I really do for some of the stuff that they say and believe in that this is the way church is supposed to be. Um, I went to a church that was talking about how they was getting a tattoo place in the church, and they said because this is how we have to bring the young people. With tattoos. And I was like. Lord, church, ain't nobody told you I to bring no tattoos like, in the church. Isn't it a scripture in the Bible? Like, I literally had it to is. myself. It, it Look, do talk about Google branding. It do talk about branding your body yeah, in the Bible that you should not that. do it. Exactly. And you know what a lot of times I've heard with people when, where people will bring up that issue of tattoos on the body. They'll say, well, you got holes in your ears. They do. They always, find, <laughs> they always find another flaw when you when you put their flaw in. Like they will find something else, you know. But when I, I was like, you gonna put a tattoo, tattoo shop in the church? Like, like what are we teaching now? You, these are our future. What are we teaching them? Like this is what we are gonna do? Oh, come to church. You wanna get a tattoo? Oh, come to Sunday service. Then I'll send you downstairs to get a tattoo. You wanna get drunk? Oh, come. And then you go. You know what I'm saying? Like. This, they're misguided because we're misguiding them. And then you have the older ones, the older elders who, oh, my gosh, like Jesus help us. That's all I can it say. It is. Because, but, but you know what? It, it's not shocking to me because, you know, um, God says that in the last days it will be so many false prophets Amen. rising up with their own agendas. And, guys, you got it. God says that you got to study to show yourself approved. approved. So I just tell everybody, study it for yourself. God says that when you seek Seek knowledge and you seek him early in the morning. When you come looking for him, he will show up. Believe that. I can definitely tell you that. When you start seeking God and learning who he is and reading his word, he will show up and he will guide you. You can't depend on everybody when you're in this walk because everybody has their own understanding and their true. own interpretation. That is definitely true. I, I need anybody who's watching there, our leaders in the church, I really need you guys to get on your knees and pray. Yes. I really need you to make sure that what you are doing is what God has called you to do and not what you want to do or what man has wanted to do. We, this is a millennium who wrote this. This is a millennium who's telling you why they are leaving the church. And you wonder why? They told you why. This person named about 10, 15 things or reasons why she not coming to church and why the people in her in her age range are not coming. And there's so much truth in that. 
um, that, that it's sad and it's it's really sickening. So we need to really get out our own way and let God lead us, and and, and it will be better. We'll have more youth coming to church. It won't be mamas forcing us uh, to come to church on Sunday. They will really want to come because they will really want to hear God's word. But if they come to church and seeing the same stuff that they see in the world, why are they coming? Mm -hmm. What they need to come for? That's mm -hmm. the one thing that I've always respected Jehovah Witnesses about. Oh, let's talk about used, them. I used to study Jehovah Witness. My mom used to have a study Jehovah Witness when I was young. The one thing that I have always respected about Jehovah Witness, I don't care what neighborhood it is. I don't care what the crime rate is. I don't care where it's at. They will knock on the door, get 50 doors slammed in their face a day, but they will still knock on the door to give a word. That they, they will. Yes, they and will. I have always respected that. And I'm like, man, in a church, we just close the doors. Yeah. That's what we do. We come and we close the doors. And you remember, I remember back in the day when I was growing up, the whole scandal about Jehovah Witness. I remember a lot of Christians used to say they had the fake Bible. And they reading the same King James I, version I studied that, that, it for years. That, that the church got. I, it's so, it's, oh, it's crazy. It, I studied it for years when I was younger. I will never forget the lady knocked on the door one day, and my mother had that study with her. And, you know, I'm young. I'm like, I don't know. She had the the Holy Bible, King James yeah. Version. We did read my book of Bible stories, and it was like Bible stories, but every reference to it was in the Bible. And she knocked on the door. You know how many times I closed that door on that lady face before my mother was home? That's why my mother made me sit down with her because she found out that I've been closing the door so many times. But the one thing I respected about them is they would go in any neighborhood. That they is true. They still haven't stopped. They still, they come to my house now. I was like, oh, y'all still do this? I, I took the information because knowledge is power. And some, they, some of the stuff they believe ain't too much different from what we believe anyway. So I always take the handouts that they give it so I can read and study myself. Absolutely. But they still knock on the door. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, this is when I was a kid. And they're still out there. They're still out These there. These pastors, not all of them, not speaking to all of y'all, but if I'm speaking to you, then I'm speaking to you. These pastors ain't out here. Mm -mm. They ain't out here. They riding past. They, and they in the community. They, exactly. And they, they in the neighborhoods. Where they should be out there, and you and some of them ain't out there doing nothing. They serving turkeys on on Thanksgiving, on Thanksgiving they, yeah. They ain't even serving. And them. you just see them in photo ops. They ain't really there. You just see them in a photo op because they breeze through. Right. And I remember when I was growing up, I, I grew up in church and everything. And then I remember even when I rebelled and I didn't want to do church anymore as I got older. But then you know it, it's true what it says in the Bible is that you know when you teach a child the way they should go when they grow older, they won't depart from it. It will come back, and it came back. Yep. And when I was looking for my own relationship with God, I studied other religions. I studied Jehovah mm -hmm. Witness. I studied Mormon. Mm -hmm. I studied Muslim. And after all of those things that I studied, I still came back to Christianity. But you got to have your own walk. You can't, you, can't, yep. you can't go through life off your mama's church and your yep. grandfather's yep. church and what all of them believe. what they did. Yep. You got to find it for yourself and understand the truth and what it is. Is, and God will show you that. Yep. And you can't be afraid of that. We got so many taboos that, oh, you can't do this and you can't do that. And listen. You ain't even read and become a student and even know what God wants you to do or what yes. you don't do. We do we have any last, questions on Facebook? We said last week that God get blamed for some of the stuff that he ain't have absolutely nothing to do with anyway. A lot of pastors don't speak on the word. They speak on what's going on in the world, yes. And they don't relate it to the word. It's different if you're speaking on what's going on in the world, but you're relating it to the word and what God said, then that's different. Alicia got, yes, Alicia, tattoos. Uh, uh, LaRae said, yes, he will show up. 
Yes, they do running them like a business, and it's wrong, and they wonder why people are leaving the church. Yeah. Oh, we said this is why the people are leaving. They don't see anything different for walking in. When they sit around and hear you gossiping about this one and that one, you ain't doing nothing different than what people in the world do anyway. So if they see you gossiping, they like, well, I could still be doing this too. Like, what's the difference from, from what they doing? Yeah, because a lot of times they use the word of God for their own growth. Right. I remember I used to go to a church, and the pastor used to always preach on the um the the Bible text about um, when you bring um, all your tithes into the storehouse so that when you need it, it's there. Right. And I remember they used to preach on that so much right. and have people giving all these um, astronomical fees of, um, of, of tithing and everything. And then one year it got, so they made an announcement in the church, oh, we ain't paying nothing, we ain't got it. But yet they were still collecting tithes every That's Sunday. Sad. That's sad. That, but that's but then sad. you going through something a hardship with your rent and stuff like that, they and wasn't then, even helping you. It's another. Uh, it's another thing. I know you said you study some churches. I went to one of my um friends. She is a. Uh, who go to church on Saturday? Seven Day of Venice. Seven Day of Venice. She li she's she lives in New York, and I had went to New York with her, and I went to her church with her. Now I heard all kind of stuff about Seven Day of Venice. I didn't know what I was walking into. I walked in there. They was preaching from the same Bible. Yeah, Bible, <laughs> I know some Seventh Day Adventists. The, the only difference is but sir, but sir, but sir, it's the real Sabbath. That's so, what, so what? So, huh? She went to church on Saturday. That's the, the real Sabbath day. Difference. They preached the same thing. They sung. Their choir looked just like my choir. They sung and shout and did the same thing. And I was sitting there like. Oh my goodness, here I am thinking that this, and that's why you need to stay a student and need to study some things. Yes. Because I was in it like, and she was like, you were so nervous. I said, I didn't know what I was going into. The people were so nice. They were so, I mean, just, it was the same thing. They have, they have you hating other religion and, and, and you all know that you can't have no hate in, in your, your heart, heart for, for anybody, no one. For anybody. But because we always hate things that we don't, don't understand. Know, that we don't understand. Anything we, we don't understand, study. we hate it. And we didn't study it, but I mean, you guys, like, like I said, any of the leaders, I don't care what religion you, whatever it is you do, like, we need to really get take our community back, and we need you guys to help taking our community back. It is a collective effort for us all to build these families strong again, to get these communities coming together. Not you showing screens of you or on on TV doing all that stuff. I need you guys to get out in the trenches. I yes. need you to be knocking on the doors. I need you to see why so many kids are hungry. I need you to come to these schools and help pay some of these bills for these kids. Yes. Because these kids, I see it every day when kids are going hungry because their parents can't afford to pay their lunch. I don't need them to fill out a whole bunch of documentation. But yet them be the same parents that's paying tithes every week. Yes. I don't want them to have to fill out documentation of why they can't feed their paper. I need you guys to really get down and get in the church and study God's word for yourself because somewhere you got lost along the way. Yes, 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 yes. And guys, we are we we are so um, thankful. Yes, private jets. To have this conversation because it's real. It's it's real. We have to make a change. Yes, we have to we make a change today. because if the if if that's not the only millennial that feels like that, no. I know a lot of millennials that I that I know person that says go to church for what. Yep. I they have their own yeah. relationship. They not trying to be religious. We have made religion the ugliest thing, and they don't want it. Yes. They don't want our God. Yes. They they see us struggling. They see us backstabbing. They see us gossiping Adultery, and talking about everybody. And they like later for all that. They don't want that. They don't want that God. They don't want that God. They see the tattoo parlors in the church. I'm 
they don't want your that private guard. jet. So yeah, we need to figure it out. Yeah, this hour has went by so fast. And I was, <laughs> she ran it on the first segment. Now I'm ranting because yeah, I just yeah. have my own reason right. But you guys know you can always catch me on Manly's Blended Family on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Manly'sBlendedFamily.com is my website. And you can follow me on Instagram. Mm. <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say. Instagram and Facebook at MBA Speaks. And also check out my website, mbaspeaks.com. So, guys, we will definitely be here next week at 6 o'clock p.m. And if you have anything that you would like for us to discuss, send us a message and we'll talk about that. And then you can call in and give your opinion. So thank you so much for watching. Have a good night and God bless. Good night.